We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And welcome to Hardline on this Sunday morning. It is 10.07 on WBEN. Brenda Alacy with you and Joe Beamer will join me in just a moment. We are working out the logistics, folks. We are not allowed in the same studio. So I'm in the main studio. Joe is in the news booth. And he is uh, diligently doing his job cleaning down the uh, equipment in there so he can pop on his headphones and join us. So our live local extended coverage continues. We are here with you and for you. Give us a call. Let us know how you're coping with this. 803-0930. Our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board is up and running. So star, or excuse me, 30930 is the number. And if you're calling on your mobile phone, star 930. How are you? How are things going? How are you managing through these rough times? Uh, it's really an odd, odd sensation to come into a radio station where it's bustling and a lot of activity is usually going on and boom, nothing's happening. It's just, uh, it's familiar, but it's completely different in the same sense because there are very few people around. And it looks like my partner, Joe Beamer, is ready to rock here. Joe, how's it going for you over there? Well, Brenda, doing well. Well, Joe, I can't hear you. Uh, Ah. Corey, maybe you could pat Joe's uh, mic up for me. Can you hear me now? And uh, is is Joe on the air right now? Test, 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 test. I can't hear what he's saying. Well, I uh, had to disinfectant everything down and uh, feeling pretty good about it right now going to have to do it again before Alan gets into the news booth. And it, it, it's been, you know, it, it's been a different for everybody to get used to, right? This has been, we all have to make those minor inconveniences. That's what I've been saying a lot since this all started. We have to give people their space, which is funny because three months ago, we were telling people that we needed to have more face-to-face interaction. You know, put the cell phone down. But now, we're all about communicating on your cell phone, using uh, uh, FaceTime and using Skype, which, if there's a time we have to go through something like this, wouldn't it be 2020, right? We have all the social media. We have all the ways we can conduct meetings with FaceTime, Skype, Zoom meeting, all of these things. So, yes. It is a minor inconvenience. We can't go out. We can't hang out and have house parties. Uh, but we can still see each other. But I'd like to know, how are you putting up with this? How, how has this affected your life? You know, I asked on Friday, how are you keeping it positive? What are you doing out there to keep things positive, keep your spirits high? Because right now, I think that's what we all need. We all need to be able to have a positive look on everything. 
You know, Joe, it's funny because, um, and I can hear you now, Joe, so I apologize. I couldn't hear what you said in the beginning. I I don't mean to repeat anything, but forgive me if I do. Uh, You know, a lot of people are saying this is a great time to clean out your closet or pull out an appliance that you haven't used or uh, do a home improvement project that you've been thinking about and just been putting off because you just haven't had time. But I'm wondering at the same time, do you feel almost paralyzed by anxiety? Because it's tough to kind of, you know, let's, let's tackle this project if you don't feel like you're ready to cope with everything and um, I think once you get started then you'll feel better it's a matter of just taking that first step and uh, as an example I had an air fryer my husband had gotten me an air fryer for Christmas and I really did not use it because I kept saying I don't have time I don't know how to use it the instructions that came with it were vague said I'm going to have to sit down and find something on YouTube and Finally, uh, my niece and nephew came over before the crisis, by the way, and we experimented a little bit. And it was like that first step was all I needed to get going. And now I love the thing. And it really has come in handy during this coronavirus crisis when I'm home cooking more now than I have probably in six months. Um, By the way, if you have any air fryer recipes, please let me know. I'm really getting into the whole thing. So, uh, but yeah, you know, it's tough because part of me says, yeah, I should probably rearrange my, my closet. I should probably take some clothes and get rid of the ones I'm not using, and donate them, and just get more organized. And yet I walk in the closet and think, eh, I don't really feel like doing that. But uh, sometimes it's just taking that first step. So if you have any advice about how to take that first step, let me know. 803-0930, Joe and I are here here to take your calls. Uh, Somebody texted in, Joe, that they are getting some spring cleaning done, and that's probably a good idea. Um, This is the time to do that for sure. And the other thing is just getting outside. Yesterday, I felt so much better just walking the dog around the neighborhood, just feeling the sun on my face. Uh, we, I have an elderly neighbor next door. I've been checking in on her every day to make sure she's got enough food and just have a little bit of company from a distance. She gets a kick out of seeing our dog, so I bring him over, and we stand a few feet apart. But at least we can chat, and it's face-to-face, even though it's a few feet apart. So there are little things that we're learning to adjust to as this new world unfolds. Yeah, you know, Brenda, you bring up the, uh, the the distancing, and we see that when we go out. Like I said, I went for a run yesterday, and I noticed people, usually you give them a little space, right? You would just pass them, uh, but making the drastic move to go to the other side of the road and, and give them as much space as possible. And like I said, it amazes me, amazes me that we still have people not practicing social distancing. We still have people who aren't taking this seriously. I don't know if you saw the videos out of Miami last night, but at a place called the, the Beach Bar or, or some place where a lot of boaters meet up, and there was a huge party there last night. You know, uh, hundreds so of people. irresponsible. And we saw it at the beaches earlier in the week. And Brenda, when we were on the air last week, we were talking about the groups downtown. And that was before they closed the bars. But people just not taking this seriously. And you wonder, you ask yourself, how is Italy in the situation they're in now, where they're still a week away from their peak, is what we're being told? Well, it's because early on, people my age, my my generation and the one under my generation are the ones that have to take blame for this, weren't taking it seriously. I, I talked about on Wednesday, a friend of mine was out in Las Vegas posted an essay-long thing on Facebook, not about how, you know, I understand why casinos had to close, but how this has ruined his vacation. (laughs) And I have to say, how do you not understand the magnitude of this? 
Yeah, it's incredibly selfish when people are doing that. Uh, all you have to do is read about what's happening in Italy, read about what happened uh, down in New Rochelle. Uh, every single state is affected now. It's just ridiculous. I, I'm really disappointed that people are, are taking this lightly. I talked to somebody yesterday, and this person had talked to a couple of guys that he went to high school with years ago. It's not like they're kids. They're you know well into their adulthood. And they're well-educated gentlemen, and neither one of them are taking it seriously. They say, oh, they lived through the swine flu and MERS and Ebola, and uh, this is no worse than the flu. And it's like, it really, I'm incredulous when I hear stuff like that, because it's, it's not like that. And to just minimize it is extremely, extremely irresponsible. So want to know how you're coping and uh, how we can help you here on the air. Let's go to Barb and Buffalo. Barb, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. How are you doing? How, hi, Joe. I'll tell you, you are wonderful. I listen to you every Sunday. I would like, I have a question that I cannot get an answer to. I am legally blind. I have asthma, COPD. My question, and I've called all over, if I get the corona, how do I get to a place without giving it to someone else. You know, hey, have you talked to your doctor at all, Barb? Pardon me? Have you talked to your, your physician, your, your personal physician? No, because I don't have it. Uh-huh. I'm just asking, in the case that someone, there's so many of us that can't drive anymore. It's true, yes. Well, Barb, let me ask, um, are you taking precautions when, when you do get something delivered? Are they making sure it has as little contact with anyone else before it gets to you? Yes. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. A friend of mine took me to Wegmans just to pick up a prescription yesterday. I did the six feet. I, I a Clorox wiped the whole cart just to to have it in front of me so no one would be in front of me. And then I asked the person behind me to please give me the at least three feet distance. And I Clorox the um, cart. I came out. I did sanitizer. And um, I'm tr- that's the only time I had to go to Wegmans because they were holding a prescription for me that was over, the, not a prescription, but something over the counter that I have to have. Barb, do you generally try to stay home, though, since you do have some of those chronic conditions? Yes, absolutely. Good, good, yeah. You know, you can't be too safe right now. We'll get through this together, but you can't be too safe. I wish I had some advice for you about a physician. Um, Perhaps somebody could recommend. What about the the doctors that treat you for your asthma and COPD? Well, I haven't contacted anyone. Uh, When I called the hotline, they told me that my doctor would tell me how to get to a facility. I don't know. Is that something the doctor has to tell you? How would they know? I'm blind. Do I take a taxi? Do I call an Uber? When I called uh, uh, Channel 4, they told me, oh, sure, take a taxi or have your relative take you. I don't want them to get it. Right. Well, that's the thing, that you don't want to expose anybody else to any kind of danger. Well, uh, like I'm saying, there's so many people that can't drive anymore. And if they do get corona for some reason, how do they get to, if they're supposed to go to a, a facility? 
Well, Barb, I would suggest, uh, like Brenda said, call uh, one of your doctors that treats you and just try to have some kind of plan in place just to give you and your family peace of mind. Exactly. Okay, that's what I will do. Thank you so much for the call. Thank you. Thank you. You know, Brenda, I noticed my neighbor uh, is elderly. And, well, I didn't notice this. Katie told me this. Yesterday or the day before, she had some groceries dropped off. And it was from a family member who usually will take her to lunch, is usually over there helping her out. And he left the groceries on the front of her house, knocked on the door, said, hey, everything's here. When he left, she walked out and got him. So- that's that's what I did for my neighbor yesterday, Joe. I did run to the supermarket. I went to Tops yesterday, the one at Maple and Transit. It was busy, but not overly so. I felt like there was enough distancing um, among the people shopping there. And But there was a woman who was standing like right behind me in line, which I didn't appreciate. Um, in any case, uh, I picked up some groceries for my neighbor, and I just left them on the door. And then when I left, she opened the screen door and picked them up. So uh, it's weird, but I think it's the best way to do it at this point. People are texting in with some great advice about how to get started on projects if you're feeling a little bit stuck during these anxious times. Um, I love this one in particular. Happy Sunday. I made a list and I put it on the fridge. Every day I do one of the tasks and cross it off so I can see the accomplishments. I'm a big list person too, so I really like that feeling of being able to just cross it off, you know, checking that box. It's a great idea. Somebody else wrote in, uh, brush pickup starts in April. Going to have the biggest brush pile in the neighborhood. (laughs) I hope they pick it up. Um, Listen to this one, Joe. Good morning. Yesterday we had a water heater that needed to be replaced. Trips to both Home Depot and Lowe's were both loaded with customers, which I'm sure the social distancing was not complied with. Perhaps a suggestion, suggestion of allowing only 25 customers inside at a time uh i think 25 might be a lot yeah for certain but i did notice exactly what the texter said Uh, my run took me right by lowe's on southwestern and there was a good crowd there there should be some kind i mean those are the stores that are essential so lowe's home depot value they'll still be open um but maybe it is time especially the grocery stores brenda to if you're not going to have like Wegmans on McKinley has tape all around the store. I think it's great. They're making a great effort. Um, but I do think we're going to get to a point where we're going to have to limit the number of people inside the store. No doubt. Because like you said, you were in line. Someone was right on top of you. I told you the story last week where I was getting something. It was clear what I was grabbing. And instead, the person did not give me the space. And this would be annoying even if this wasn't going on. Uh, <laughs> right. They got literally on top of my back to get something on the top shelf. And, you know, hey, I understand. We have to go get groceries. We all have those, those needs. We need to have a stocked fridge, a stocked pantry. I get it. And again, Brenda, we don't want people panicking. So at the grocery store, give people their space. Believe me, the, the shelf was packed with what, uh, what this gentleman was getting. He did not have to get in my space. He could have right. given me a it's- few seconds. And one thing that we need to practice, and this is difficult for even me, patience. Yes. We need a lot of patience when we go to the grocery store. I love what the stores are doing with special hours for the elderly. I think that's great. Uh, but after that, I do think we need some kind of maximum um, people at a time. And you could have someone that counts and says, all right, when one person leaves, you come back in. Uh, Because a lot of people out there 
are not practicing social distancing in the grocery store. I'd be curious to know if people have taken advantage of the senior hours. I know uh, Tops is offering them Tuesdays and Thursdays from 6 to 7.30 a.m. And uh, I had read a report that there are other stores that were doing this and that, that the people who were being let in were not just seniors, that it was being abused. So I'd be curious to know if any of our listeners uh, have taken advantage of the senior hours and what the experience was like. Um, so again, this Tuesday at Tops and Thursday, 6 to 7.30 a.m. Somebody else just texted in. Uh, Barb was our first caller talking about the difficulty of being legally blind and then having chronic conditions like asthma and COPD and not having a, a general physician, you know, a primary care physician. They were saying perhaps she could call telehealth. So good idea. Somebody else said 911. I don't think that that's a good idea necessarily for something like that. I think 911 should really be reserved for true emergencies. Uh, it's 1023, Joe. We're going to take a break at 1025, correct? That is correct. A little inside baseball since we are a studio yes. apart. Um, Brenda, another thing I, I've noticed uh, during this is how people are looking for those restaurants to support, right? Yes. The local restaurants. I want to remind our listeners, WBEN.com, we have a list, and that list keeps growing, of local establishments that are open, providing takeout, providing delivery. Um, So if you want to support... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Local. And I think... Seeing all the people, they post on social media, you know, they went, we went to go support this place and this place. I love seeing that. Hey, this is a tough time for a lot of people. But if one thing we learned in snowstorms is that Western New York comes together. We are a great city of neighbors, and we're going to see that in the coming weeks. We're starting to see it now. If you'd like to support local restaurants, if you have one that's not on that list, maybe there's a place open that we have not had yet, wben.com, let us know. Take a look at that list, and like I've said, anytime I'm on the air or Brenda's on the air and you have a local place that is open that wants takeout or delivery, give us a call. We'd love to give you the plug. Joe, we had some delicious takeout the other day. Uh, we had some Spanakopita, you know, the spinach pie from the Placa in Kenmore, and also a couple of dinners of. For, it was on Friday, so... Uh, the hubs picked up some sole with rice, a stuffed sole with rice and green beans. It was healthy and delicious. It was the Placa on Delaware Avenue. Yes, text in, call us, let us know what's happening uh, if you have takeout going on and some of the good meals you've had. 803-0930, time for a quick break right here on Highline. Much more to come after this.
Welcome back. It is Hardline here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer, Brenda Alacy with you until 1 o'clock. At 1 o'clock, Tom Bowerly takes over until 4. So we're keeping it live and local all day to get you up to date and also give you that place where you can call in. Um, maybe vent. As I've said, I understand. I'm trying to keep it positive, but I understand a lot of you out there are frustrated. You're on edge. And I said this on Friday. You know, really the only time I'm not on edge is when I'm here after I've wiped everything down, <laughs> disinfected everything. You're doing a great job with it, Joe. Oh, thank you, Brenda. But, you know, I feel, you know, we're lucky because we can somewhat keep our regular routine. I get to come here at 5. I'm in somewhat of a routine. Now, after work that routine is completely gone. Um, but I'm trying to get myself off the couch. As I said, I'm going to run every day now. We're starting exercise videos today. Uh, the first week, I spent on the couch watching everything. On It took us three days to stream Hunters on Amazon. <laughs> um, so I understand people are frustrated. And, and I understand more people with the closures today at 8 o'clock are frustrated. So yes, I'd like to keep it positive. I'd like you to give us some advice on how to get through this. But if you need a place to vent and you can keep it clean, you can always call in. Absolutely, You can Joe. always call in and vent. I understand. Believe me, when I'm having a down day or I'm not feeling my best, I like to talk it out. And right now with social distancing, maybe you can't talk to the same people you usually talk to, but you can always talk to us. And that's why I think it's great that we're staying live and local. Uh, during all of this, you will always have that outlet to call and talk to a familiar voice. And Joe, uh, it's a it's a clearinghouse for information, and you know things are changing by the minute. So I was talking about how seniors have special days at some places, some retail outlets. Um, and somebody wrote in about uh, there may be people who are not seniors but who have health risks at the grocery during senior hours. The special times are for them too, both customers and staff. And that's uh, Sam in Williamsville, and somebody else also wrote in about that as well. So thank you, folks. I mean, we're all learning and adjusting together. Also, I received a text about um, donations. I was mentioning how I want to clean out my closet and kind of get rid of some of the stuff I don't wear anymore and perhaps donate it down the road. Uh, and my friend Sue wrote in and said, just be aware that there are places that aren't taking clothes or donations. She is running into that with her mom's house. She just lost her mother recently, and they're cleaning out her home. We have a garage full of bags. If you could ask your listeners if they are aware of anyone taking donations, that would be so helpful. So if anybody knows about places taking donations, I imagine everything like that is on hold at the moment. But uh you know, that's, that's what we're here for. As I mentioned before, Joe and I are here for you and with you, and we want to get through this together. Let's go back to the phone lines. People are patiently waiting. We'll talk with Judy in Chitawaga. Good morning, Judy. Good morning, Brenda. I love your show. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to be with you, and thank you for phoning in. No problem. And I, I talked to Joe the other day, and he actually wrote down one of the things that is fun to do. And uh, that is the uh, Monterey Bay, um, it's called a, a jellyfish cam. They have all yes. cameras. So Joe's got it, right? You got it there, Joe? Like, I do, Brenda. We're not in the same studio today, uh, but it is the most comforting. Now, we don't have the music in studio, okay. but this video in just watching these jellyfish just oh. go about their day. There's a bunch of other cams, but the jellyfish one is the most relaxing. How do you access that, Judy? 
Um, you go to MontereyBayAquarium.com, I believe. Okay. Actually, just look for the can. It'll show the different cans. It's got otters, but they're sort of, I love otters, but they're boring because they're just swimming underwater and it's not doing anything for me. <laughs> yes. But um, I love all kinds of animals, but the jellyfish cam, like Joe said, he's, I told him about the other day because I said, this will calm you down. You just watch it, and the jellyfish are just swimming slowly through the water, and they're very calm. And then they're playing, when you can access the music at home, they play this very relaxing, soothing music. I swear to God, your blood pressure will drop 20 points in <laughs> minutes. Brenda, I'm sending you this cam uh, through your Facebook. So oh, it'll be great. In your I'll look for it. Messenger yeah. on Facebook. By the way, if you want to reach me on Twitter, it's at Brenda Celeste because nobody can spell or pronounce my last name. So it's at Brenda Celeste. Uh, welcome your comments and suggestions there. And Joe's Twitter handle is at the Joe Beamer. So, Judy, um, how are you coping with this other than watching the jellyfish? Are you taking walks outside, exercising? I, I'm, I feel very guilty because uh, I have a home-based business, and Joe, I gave Joe the, the uh, you know, website for it the other day. But I work from home, Brenda, so to me, this is all normal. I've been doing this for like eight years from home. And so, like, I just, I moved my, I had a sign business prior to this. I still do signs, but not as many. And this other business is great for a home-based business. But I'm at home all day. I go out, I do go out a couple days a week, and I shop, and I go to the gym. I did uh, go to the gym. I don't, now I work out at home. And the other thing is, I got to tell you, I had such fun yesterday. It was such a great day. And I, again, I feel guilty for being so upbeat, but um, my um, boyfriend's not my significant other's nephew turned 60 and we could not get together they get together for at the drop of a pin and they're all italian and they're all like we got to have a party well i said i'll do a zoom party because for my other business um it's online i have meetings i can meet with you i don't have to meet with you in person i can meet with you on zoom we have meetings with 800 people on zoom where the owner of the company comes on and talks to all of us and it's amazing. So I set up a Zoom call, and this is really difficult because most of these people are not familiar with Zoom, and it was a little, a little t- uh, trying in the beginning, but I got like five people on, including the birthday family, and they set their computer, and they were so cute because they were eating dinner. They said, could you change the time? I said, I invited 30 people for 6 o'clock. Oh, my goodness. And this only goes for me because I don't pay for it. It's free. It's a free thing you can sign up for zoom.us and you can sign up for it and then i signed up for it for my business and you can sign up and pay but you know my my uh, person who's my boss above me in this group said don't do that until you have lots of people because you can do 100 people on this so i invited 30 i got five which wasn't bad I think people didn't know how to get on, you know. And you right, yeah. I think we're going to learn more about these types of things, Judy, as this uh, crisis unfolds. So it's Zoom, Z-O-O-M dot com, right? No, no, not dot com. Zoom, Z-O-O-M dot U as in up, S as in Sam. Oh, I got you. Zoom dot U-S. And you just go there. It's so easy. And it's like, I mean, okay, I say it's so easy. I've been doing it for a long time. But it's not hard, Okay. And I told the people, you've got to be on there sooner than 6 o'clock because I need to get, make sure I can see you and you can see me because you can see all these people and you can talk. Everybody can talk to each other. Um, 
you can't override each other because if I'm talking, it's just like a regular conversation, and you talk, I'm not going to hear you, and you're not going to hear me. But it's so cool. We could see each other. They were eating dinner. They said, could you change this to 630? I said, no. <laughs> Great stuff. Judy, thank you so much. And it's nice to hear somebody sounding so upbeat. We really appreciate that and appreciate everybody commiserating with each other. Let's go to Juanita in Tanawanda, who has family in Italy. Good morning, Juanita. Hi, good morning, Brenda. Yes, um, I'm calling on a couple things, so I hope you can take my call. Uh, first off, um, I used to work in a Buffalo school some time ago, but this is, I'm thinking that this might be helpful for parents um, of young children to stay in structure, in a structure. You know, have, help in the morning with your classes, uh, eat breakfast, have lunch, and then resume again, and then have playtime. But on another hand, uh, on another note, I should say, is my husband is was born and raised in Italy, in the northern part of Italy, where all this tragedy is going on. And he's just heartsick over this, because he has two sisters right in this evidence of what's going on, and family. He has uh, nieces and uh, nephews, and he's just heartsick over this. Um, he spoke to uh, the sister two, you know, two times in the past week. And um, plus, he can see this uh, visibly on the TV because we have the international channel. So um, he sees everything that's going on in Italy, and he's just heartsick over this, and it's um, a tragedy. And um, whatever we can do to be together and have uh, camaraderie is the important thing. Yes, it's so important than ever to support each other. And what is your husband hearing, Juanita, about... Um the situation in Italy from his sisters who are living there. Uh, and also the one niece that he communicates to also. Uh, my two children, I have three children, my two daughters communicate with the niece, and it's severe. You are supposed to stay inside. The severity um, is just awful. I mean, the people are dying left and right, and uh, there is no funerals. If you have a husband, a mother, or, or um, a relative that dies in the hospital, you cannot be with them. You can't say, I love you. You can't kiss them to goodbye. So you're on the outside looking in. Another thing, there are army trucks transporting the coffins to the cemeteries, and you have to just stay on the outside of the cemetery and see this going on. It, it, it's heartbreaking. Very much so, yes. And I did want to say I have two immediate members of my family who are in the medical field, and um, they're facing a lot of illness, and it's just um, very difficult for them, very difficult. And um, Yeah, I don't envy them, Juanita, and we can't lose sight of these people. I mean, they really are the local heroes who have to, they have to work, they're essential, and dealing with an unknown like this is so frightening. I, I give them so much credit yes, as well. Yes, and I, I miss my children. I can imagine, I can imagine. It's... Uh, it's tough, but fortunately, you know, uh, hopefully through technology, you can see them and we can still talk to each other. And hopefully WBEN helps you to feel connected to other people. Yes, and I appreciate you taking my call. Thank you so much. Thank you for Thank calling. Heart-wrenching, Joe, isn't it? Yeah, it, it really is to hear calls like that. And uh, again, uh, we, we always open the lines up to you. Those are the things that, you know, people want to let out, let to talk about. But, you know, when she said at the end there, I miss my children, that... That really hits because I think a lot of people listening right now who haven't been able to see their children, their grandchildren. Uh, I told the story on Friday. My buddy had to cancel his five-year-old's birthday party. And, you know, five years old, you don't understand. You know what I mean? You just don't really 
get it and to have to say, yeah, your friends can't come over. We can't have that birthday party. Um, heartbreaking. It, it is. It, it, it is. It really and, is. And, and, and like Juanita said, the death toll that just keeps it, it. Last week, when we had the 350 in one day, we thought, wow, that's awful. And then over 24 hours to see over 600, over 700. Uh, it's just absolutely it's heartbreaking. skyrocketing. It, it really yeah. is. And, and to think, you know, we're taking all these measures here and we might still see a peak like that. Hopefully not. Hopefully we're doing the right things. Um, but it's absolutely heartbreaking. And, and Brenda, again, it's not a time to, to point blame, but I really want to know in two or three weeks, those people who aren't taking this seriously, who are still going out, not practicing social distancing, I want to know how they really feel. I can't imagine if something were to happen, what their conscience would feel like. Uh, by the way, there's somebody who wrote in about there are clothing drop collection boxes at a lot of churches. Uh, this person who texted in said, I go to St. Paul's on Blossom Road in Elma, and we have one in back of the parking lot. And there are donation forms for people. So definitely something to look into. You know, we don't want to give advice that may be irresponsible, but certainly something to look into. By the way, we know a lot of people are missing mass today as churches are closed and, again, practicing social distancing. WBEN.com, we have mass on demand. Uh, It's on the front page right when you go to WBEN. Click on that. It's on demand, so it's whenever you want to do it, but you can still get that mass service in from home. And again, it might give you that sense of normal, right? It might give you a reason to to watch something else, but that other rerun. Hey, I love Seinfeld, but only so many Seinfeld reruns until I have <laughs> to get up and move. So you want that sense of normalcy. You want to be able to pray. Um, WBEN.com, we have that mass on demand for you today. And also, we are standing by Governor Cuomo speaking around 11 o'clock, which Brenda is consistent with the time he has been speaking during the week. Right. So 11 o'clock, Governor Cuomo, and obviously, we will bring that to you live on WBEN. And we do have a restaurant owner phoning in, Joe. Let's talk to Nick from Osteria Restaurant. Good morning, Nick. Welcome. Hey, Nick. Brenda, how are you guys? Uh, we're doing well. We're hanging in there, Nick. I hope you are, too. We're doing all right, yeah. We're just trying to get people back to work right now. Right. What's the situation with your takeouts at both Osteria and I know you have another wonderful restaurant in Ellicottville, Villaggio. Yeah, so what we ended up, we really didn't think that uh, the takeout curbside model was going to work for us. I mean, we really thrive in Buffalo on the, the court system, the hotels, the, the, the offices. They're all empty. Um, and then in Ellicottville, it's off-season, so it wasn't going to work. So we were just racking our brain trying to think of what to do to get some people back to work. And a friend of mine called me with an idea, and we ran with it. Uh, so we started uh, StockTheFreezer.com, which the concept is to basically, we're going to take our items, freeze them, and cook them fresh, freeze them immediately, and bring them to you frozen. Uh, you know, the, the modern-day Swanson dinner, if you will. It's a great idea. You know, a little better tasting. Right. Um, and it's I can send it to my, my kid. I can send it to my mother. Whatever you need to do to, to, to make sure your people are fed. Um, we knew we couldn't. We certainly weren't going to charge our regular prices for the service. So we, we, we re-engineered our menu items into smaller portions, but still 12 to 14 ounces. Um, it's a good-sized meal. Dinner is... You know, it's not a bad, it's certainly not, Nani wouldn't let you leave the house eating only that much. <laughs> That's for sure. So it's uh, it's certainly enough to fill you up, and, and, it's, and hopefully you'll love it. 
Um, you know, what a great idea because, you know, as we're stuck at home and probably eating the same three things out of the fridge, it is so nice and so refreshing to be able to have that meal we would have had out with a glass of wine or, or, or with a beverage. Um, so I, this is a great idea, definitely. Nick, how many have you gotten up to at this point? So this is the really cool part. We never saw it exploding like this, but we put a donate a meal key on there. Uh, and about 10 minutes ago, we went over 1,000 meals to donate. Oh, that's great. First, uh, it's been about 27, 28 hours. So we're floored with the response, and we're thrilled about it. Nick, what are some of the uh, signature things that are selling well? I know your meatballs are certainly well-known, and you've won awards for those. Are, are those among the more popular dishes? Uh, yes, the pans and meatballs and the individual meatballs are certainly one of the more popular. Uh, we're doing lasagnas as well. We're doing three different kinds of lasagna in both individual portions for eight bucks and then pans. We're doing vegetarian, uh, our chicken lasagna that was, is, uh, just has always been a hit, and then our bolognese lasagna. So we've got three different those. Selling a lot of pans and lasagna as well. People are into that. Uh, it makes sense. And, you know, I still like that Sunday sauce. So how did people get in touch with you uh, at Osteria? For, uh, we got quarts of Sunday sauce frozen for you as well. <laughs> I'm going to have to take you up on that. How do we uh, how do we access what you're doing with this unique idea? The website is stockthefreezer.com. It's not, it hasn't been around long enough to get in a Google search very high. Right. You just put it in your bar, stockthefreezer.com. Uh, stock It'll pop right up. Uh, and there's multiple opportunities. And that's delivered to the customer? Yes. All right. We will have to put that on the WBEN.com restaurant guide because, obviously, one of the top favorites in Buffalo, people will definitely want to know where they can get that familiar taste. And, Nick, before you go, have you had to lay a lot of workers off? What's the situation from an employment standpoint? I'm glad you asked. And, yes, it was horrifying to have to lay off almost six, a little over 60 people um, and we're thrilled. We've got five people coming back to work tomorrow, and, and if this keeps going the way it is, we will certainly be adding to that number as quickly as we can. I wish you well, my friend. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Nick, great idea. Great idea. And also keeping people employed is uh, is great during these times. Joe, doesn't that make you feel good, too, that you know people are finding unique and novel ways, and no pun intended using the word novel here, to combat um, the situation that we're in. I really respect how people are coming up with these ideas and appreciate them sharing them with us. Yeah, and I love that idea. Brenda, I am so glad Nick called in because I will definitely be ordering something to stock the <laughs> freezer. I, I think at times like this, we do need that that comfort meal, you know, that something that tastes familiar, that reminds us of going out and socializing and maybe an early date in a relationship, like for me. So, you know, that would be great to, to be able to do that. I'm definitely going to order and good for Nick to keep people employed and keep Buffalo fed. In a, in a unique way, really, for sure. So our phone lines are open. I think we're going to hit our break. Uh, right now, and we'll take more of your calls. We do expect Governor Cuomo to hold his press conference at 11, but as you know, they don't always start on time. So stay stay locked in right here on WBEN, and we will keep you informed. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.